BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHop radio app. Oh, iHop. Maybe it's pancakes. Actually, you can put in an iHop order when you listen to the program. (laughs) You Uh, can? Yes, you can. I'll take the big stack. And and Ken delivers the pancakes. As soon as the show is over, he'll be (laughs) John makes them. (laughs) I used to make pancakes in the kitchen for your boys. Oh, man. All right. Uh, it's okay. You're just excited because there's so much I, we got to get to I, I, today. Well, I wasn't excited really until I was until, driving. Yeah, I know. Why and then excited. I hear it. We got it. We got another uh, unidentified object. What the hell is it? It's the size of a small car that mm-hmm. was 40,000 feet up there off the coast of Alaska, and we blew it down. Yeah, this one we uh, weren't interested in uh, finding <laughs> out what it was made of, what it was capable of doing. There was, oh, God. Is that what it sounded like? That is actual. I thought it hit the water. Did it hit the? Uh, did uh, it hit land huh? like that? It's I, a splat I, you know, of a cartoon nature. <laughs> it was a pigeon. Actually, they fired at it, and it missed, and it hit a well, pigeon. Well, the size of a small car, so mm-hmm. it's not one of them. Their balloons, right? That's smaller. A balloon with several buses, right? Right. They're the not Chinese. calling but it. But is a... it another Chinese attempt to get into our airspace and uh, take a look? They they are not calling it a balloon. They're just calling it an object. Yes, an object. <laughs> I have here a size of a small car is all I know right. about it. It's a general shape or whatever. So, uh, I mean, they had a press conference, and it was filled with a lot of nothing. Now, you may wonder why they they shot this down immediately, and they did not shoot down the balloon from last week. Well, they're saying this one was flowing, flying lower and could have been a problem for air traffic. Or maybe it's, they got so much uh, crap, crap from from everybody in the country for it's letting right it word. float. Yeah, flying crap. <laughs> it's like all right, all right. This yeah, one will shoot down. Yeah, it was f- shot down over frozen water near the Canadian border in the Arctic Ocean. Is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. near. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. That's that's what it sounded like. Off the coast of Northeast. Twenty two fighter jet did it. Off the coast of Northeast Alaska, right near the Canadian border. Flew out of the Air Force Base in Alaska, Elmendorf, and just uh, shot it down. I think you're right. Uh, as a PR move, 
Yeah. If they let this one fly when somebody saw it and started pointing at it, like, man, there's all sorts of things in the sky. Do you know what that? Of course, there's always things in the sky that people aren't sure what they are, but uh, they didn't want to take a chance. I think this could be I, another embarrassment. No, I think this explains, you know, how many times you've heard about UFOs floating in the sky and people freaking out, making all kinds of stupid claims. This is what they are. It's dozens of countries have probably uh, uh, balloons and floating objects. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. Yeah. And and we have a lot of it, too. And we test out a lot of our stuff here. I know. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, designed, they're designed to be whatever, you know, spy technology they're supposed to be. So they don't look like planes. And uh, people will get all freaked out thinking that there's little green men on board. <laughs> they're going to come down and snatch your soul. Yeah, they were quick to say it's unmanned, whatever this was. Uh, I hope they can retrieve it, see what it was, if it's another Chinese thing. Or just some strange person's well, uh, large drone? I don't know. It's, uh, I, I mean, did it, it landed on the ice. Uh, I don't know how thick the ice is, whether it yeah. broke through the broke ice. through the ice. And, and, uh, now and I don't know why they're going to bother to go out there. It's probably very cold and treacherous to try to retrieve it. I don't know if it's sunk. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, impossible to tell now. I know. But, uh, but do you know what the White House said? John, they did this out of an abundance of caution. One of your favorite phrases. <laughs> stupidest phrases. <laughs> abundance. And at the recommendation of the Pentagon. See, the Pentagon didn't want to shoot down the balloon, but they're saying it's okay to shoot down the small car. Well, they didn't know what it was. They still are not explaining what it was. So how do they know it's okay to shoot down? So uh, I'm puzzled by this. How do they know it's not filled with uh, some uh, radiation-producing bomb or mm. so, or or uh, anthrax. Maybe it's candy. Or or candy. Maybe it's like a pinata. You, but, you well, pop we, it open. Yeah, it could be candy, or it could be uh, you know some biological weapon. As we said, COVID twenty three. COVID twenty three, poisonous <laughs> gas. I mean, we don't know. So, but this, their stuff doesn't make sense. They claim, oh, we don't, uh, we don't shoot it down because uh, it might hit somebody. Well, they had no problem shooting this one down. It could have hit somebody. Do you think this is going to happen every day now? They're going to see something that they just decide they better just shoot it down. I told you. I'm, I'm suspicious of China four different ways, at least. Yeah. Uh, I'm suspicious because of uh, the balloon last week, the fentanyl that they're producing to kill us all, the virus that, that killed a million people, and that damn TikTok thing, too. Which the is got, Oh, right, because uh, it's owned by the Chinese. It's right. got tremendous uh, spy capabilities in terms of tracking people's uh, private information and private movements. That's true. This isn't all for nothing. These, these aren't coincidences. Mm. You know, they, they, they want to be uh, the, uh, the, the, top, uh, the top turd here uh, on, on the planet. They want to be more powerful and more dangerous than we are. Well, they have to be careful because there's a chance... The way things are going, that there might be migrants on one of these objects one of these days. Um, <laughs> they have found many ways to get into the country, including, of course, our southern border. There's a story the other day that some are flying to Canada and crossing crossing our northern border. Did you see that story? Yeah, it's, I did. I did. <laughs> they're actually taking little flights from Mexico to Canada and then crossing because they believe it's easier to get in there. And, of course, we all know about the, the panga boats, the panga boats. Yeah. It's sometimes so. Maybe this could be a new way well, to enter the U.S. is to use it as a flying object. Well, because there's no float in. There's no rules anymore, so they're going to be coming in every every way possible, by air, by sea, by tunnels. They're driving over. They're walking over. Nobody's stopping them. There's no penalties. But the wokesters tell us we're a horrible country. We're racist. Uh, we're 
We're suppressionists. We're, we're capitalist I wish, dogs. I wish they could be deported. Don't, I mean, just, Why do all these people want to come here if we're such a horrible country? I was thinking about that this morning when I read a headline about the, uh, migrants wanting to come to the U.S. Because of my, they make them, what they want is chaos. Yeah. So they'll say anything to create. I, I mean, they got a really good system down because they make a demand that you believe what they believe or they create a lot of public pressure and shame. So you, socially, you get ostracized mm-hmm. if you don't immediately pledge allegiance to whatever their new wacko belief is. And it's to create chaos and it's to make people afraid. And they've done a very good job of that. And they're a tiny sliver of the country and they need to be deported. All right. When we come back, before this took place today, that's the shooting down of the high altitude object off the coast of Alaska. That was the breaking news in the last several hours. Biden did go on Telemundo. Telemundo. Looking to ingratiate himself there to that audience. But he was asked about the Chinese balloon. We think you'll find the clip that we obtained interesting. Uh, When we return, you'll have a chance for money. $1,000 is up for grabs in the KFI Cash Refill Contest. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The uh, Daily Mail, uh, Mm. about eight minutes ago, had a story which said they have recovered the aircraft. The small car. Yes. I I guess it uh, crashed. The small Chinese car. It said they (laughs) crashed onto the ice. So, oh, it did. I we thought it might crash through, but it, it, uh, yeah, it says the end. What is it? The agents recover the aircraft the size of a car from yeah. the ice. There's not much more than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, any other kind of description coming out? Not yet, huh? No, no, it was uh, it was just a, a couple of extra lines attached to a story they had filed earlier at 111. Right. They did an update. Mm, and not a update. balloon, though. We know it's not a it, balloon. He's not calling it a balloon. Right. So, it's a small spaceship. Some kind of a... An airship was another term yeah. I heard. Oh, right. What's that? An airship. Oh, an they, airship. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, uh, oh, well, then, then we should it's know. It's a large laboratory beaker with new diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It could be. I, Would anything surprise you? Right. Before this happened today, and we'll keep you up to date if we find out what it is that they retrieved, Biden went on Telemundo yesterday, and one of the, I guess he talked about a lot of different things, but he was asked about the Chinese spy balloon and the concerns over the fact that it looks like it's a major security issue. We have 40 seconds of his answer. Here it is. Wasn't it a a major security breach for the United States, just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace no. and flew over the country for so many years. No, look, <laughs> the total amount of uh, intelligence gathering that's going on by every country around the world is overwhelming. And the idea that a balloon could traverse, uh, break American airspace is, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's not a major breach. Is he having an air problem there? You gotta play that middle part backwards. <laughs> Does he need a tracheotomy? What's the going idea on? That a balloon could traverse, uh, break American airspace is uh, anyway. It's, it's not a major breach. Sounds like a small plea for help coming out of his throat. <laughs> 
Um, wow. Well, right, well, that, that inspires confidence, doesn't it? I guess what he's trying to say in his own slow way, yeah, there's going to be things floating okay. up there that okay. we can't keep track of everything. There is a big difference between teleprompter Joe and sit-down interview Joe. There is. Okay. so Sit-down interview Joe is constantly reaching anyway. for a word. Yeah, but, but they must have had him jacked up on so much methamphetamine to do oh, that. Geez. Well, they did that for Kennedy. I told you the other day. Oh, that's where you're getting this from. Well, I yes, forgot. because Kennedy would take a shot. So therefore, of all presidents are high. Yes. <laughs> well, Nixon was drunk, right? Drunk, yeah. Yeah, okay. In and, the day, that's what people did, J right? Jerry Ford was Meth was new. I mean, Kennedy taking meth, that's really breakthrough. Jerry Ford would get drunk before giving public speeches. Yes. I saw, So, okay, that's, that's two drunks. And Jimmy I, Carter, never. No, but no. Maybe he should have. Yes, uh, he needed a shot. Uh, the Bushes, well, yeah, we don't know what George Bush W. Bush was doing with the nuts when he almost died on the couch. <laughs> Choked to death. 2.3 seconds? <laughs> yeah, 2.3 second pause. Now, how long would the pause have to be before you call a medic? Is <laughs> Or you slap him on but, the back. I mean, that, sound, Heimlich. that sounded like a death rattle, didn't it? <laughs> well, then again, I want to hear, if you thought somebody was like, Laying, laying in front of you in a hospital, right? And it was his final minutes. Yeah, it's like you're leaning over. You're leaning final over. Final words. Right? Yeah, that's right. What are, Joe, what are your final words? And the idea that a balloon could traverse, uh, break American airspace is, uh, anyway. <laughs> that's that flight sound. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> you hear the flat line. All right, now. Oh, wow, you really made it loud. <laughs> That's what it sounds like magnified. <laughs> now, that almost sounds like nyan, nyan, nyan. Oh, that's great. <laughs> We're like eight years We're old. Such children. I know. <laughs> Look what teacher did. Well, anyway. he, he made a funny sound. He made a funny sound. Not a joke. <laughs> now, on a related topic, not really. I want to I want to tell you this is going on. The Bush Bush, I called him Bush. Biden is trying to reach a deal with Mexico to to unload these migrants. Here's the trick. This is actually kind of brilliant. And we touched on this with Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies a few weeks ago. They're about to make a deal with Mexico. And the deal is Mexico will take migrants that come to the US from Venezuela, Haiti, Nicaragua and Cuba. They'll actually take them as deportees because it's tough to get them back to some of those countries I just mentioned. In exchange, more Mexicans will get that parole that we mm. talked about with Mark Krikorian, uh. which means they're not counted as illegals. So really, <laughs> this is this is just about tamping down the official numbers, right. but it probably isn't going to change the actual migrant no. number one bit. No, because This well, is really kind of brilliant. It's like trading cards. They're going to trade a Venezuelan for a Mexican. That's right. A Colombian for a Mexican. Right. If and you, you take up, them, because that was Mexico's problem was, well, if you can't deport them back to Venezuela and Nicaragua, we don't want them. But now, well, what if we take some of your people uh, and they send money back to your country? Remember that? Wink, wink. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. take some. Sure. Yeah, remittances, <laughs> right? Jobs. But you can tell we're headed into a election season because now, now, now they're cutting deals. And, and all and they're, they're gonna, trying to do is get the official illegal immigrant or migrant or whatever you call them, encounters at the border number down. Right. And this is the plan. This is the wicked plan. Because these new Mexicans that will get to come in under this parole agreement are not counted as illegal migrants. They're just counted as, right. uh, I don't know. They're off the books. Legal immigrants. I don't know what they'll be. <laughs> it's really, really sick. This is what they're up to. I know. They're, they're, 
but it, it it's like the way they uh that's the way they do their finances you know they they will uh, I, when they have these big expenditures like let's say they start a secret war they put it off the books right they call it black box spending the uh -huh. CIA is a black box. Nobody really knows how much money goes into the CIA and what they do with it, but they take it off the books. It's neither an asset nor nor a deficit. It's nothing. Right, right. It just exists in a separate, uh, and that's what they're doing here. They're going to put the, all these trades in a black box, and it's not going to be counted towards the total number of migrants who are making it over the border. Right, but there's still going to be a lot of people coming into the country yeah. because that's the deal oh. that they made and what they want to do. Right, the same number just of bodies. you to believe it's less of a problem. It's Maybe same... the media will stop talking about it if we just get the official numbers down, but really, the official numbers will not sink that much. No, we're just making a trade. We're going to take existing uh, illegals who made it over the border and then trade them back to Mexico for Mexicans who want to come here. Or Mexicans right. who are already here, but now they, they get uh, legalized in some way. And they're playing this up as this part because Nicaraguans and Cubans and Haitians have been a big component of migrants in the last couple of years. They think this will be a deterrent because Mexico is now going to take them as immediate deportees. Mm. So they think the message will get back to those countries. Don't bother to yeah. try. Yeah. But instead, more Mexicans will be allowed into the U.S. And that's what the Mexican president will do to help his side. Tricky. Yeah. Well, uh, then, he's, then he's got uh, a complicated talking point to stumble through any time the question comes up in re-election interviews or debates. Then he could fog up the whole issue with a, some some explanation on this system that no one's going to understand. But it's going to sound like an answer. All right, when we return, Carl DeMaio is coming back on the John and Ken Show, Reform California, and a talk show host on Kogo Radio in San Diego. His organization, he touched on this, we talked to him the other day, about these hidden taxes on your utility bills. And everyone knows right now how bad the electric and natural gas bills are. Well, this is a component of it. He'll talk about their brand new study, $4.5 billion in hidden state taxes is on your utility bills. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And we're on from 1 till 4. And after 4 o'clock, listen to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Johnny yeah. Ken on demand. We will have the moist line coming today. It's Friday. They'll be here at 320 and 350. Roll out whatever they got to complain about or notice that's going on in the world. That's coming up on the John and Ken show. We're now going to bring Carl DeMaio from Reform California back on the show. He touched on this the other day. We were talking to him as a study out from a foundation that he heads up, the Transparency Foundation. And their study is about these hidden taxes that are on your utility bills. That's right, your gas bill, your electricity bill, these little line items where they just pick and pick up more money from you. It's a real yeah. steal. And so, supposedly, according to this study, $4.5 is grabbed in these hidden state taxes. Yeah, this has not been a routine bill-paying month. Almost everybody I know has been stopped in their tracks. Oh, with, the gas bill. With their gas bill especially, yeah. It's, it's tripled for some people. I know. Uh, let's go to uh, Carl DeMaio, and he's going to tell us what this uh, investigation has uncovered. Carl, how are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, we, we, we knew that it was bad, but we didn't realize it was going to be this bad. Um, we were uh, very fortunate to get the assistance of uh, a guy named Al Medioli. He used to head up until December – Moody's credit rating agency's utility and energy portfolio 
uh, practice. So basically, he's the guy that would go in and pour through in his team uh, the financials of utility companies and energy companies to basically determine what was what. So he retired in December, and when these rates hit, I, I thought of him immediately, and I said, hey, would you be willing to lead a study group to look at the rate cases filed by utilities in California? Because you got the politicians and the liberal media saying that it's all pro- pro- profiteering by utilities, uh, but I suspect something else is happening. And so he did this, and by the way, all of this is hidden in plain sight. Utility companies, they don't set their own rates. The politicians set the rates, and that's something that no one is telling you in the media. But your rates are not set by utilities. They're set by the politicians. Even the profit margins are capped by politicians and the regulators. And so he pulled all the rate cases for SDG&E, PG&E, SoCal Edison, uh, SoCal Gas, and this is what they found. $4.5 $4.5 billion in hidden state taxes have been added, not to your bill that you see, but rather added to the utilities' rates under the hood. And so $4.5 billion is an effective tax rate of 10%, but it gets worse because 80% of your electricity rate and 60% of your natural gas rate is actually increased. The cost is increased there by climate change mandates uh, that that result in California ratepayers paying 67% more per kilowatt hour for utility uh, electricity bills and 30% more for gas. Uh, and so we are seeing with the, the, the hidden taxes and these climate change mandates that the cost of California government is at least a third, if not half, of your bill. We should be able to reduce your bill by at least a third, if not half. Now, you might say, well, what about these doubling of rates in, in, in January? That also is the result of government policy in California. And in fact, uh, the U.S. Energy Administration said the reason why the, the natural gas rates went so high is there was a disruption in supply. Yes, it was a colder winter in in December. We used more. Yes, there was an El Paso pipeline that had a glitch and was shut down for a few weeks. But the bigger issue for California is that PG&E and uh, and, uh, SoCal Gas have cut back on their natural gas storage programs because the politicians have announced they're going to ban natural gas. So why would a company invest in storing natural gas and investing in various uh, uh, reservoir programs and, 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 and uh, backup programs, if they know that within a decade or so, natural gas will no longer be valuable in California because there's going to be so many bans on it. So that's what PG&E did in June of 2021. They told the Public Utilities Commission that they were going to stop storing uh, a lot of natural gas so that when you do have a disruption, there's no storage, and therefore our ratepayers are victims. Uh, they, they, they are held uh, hostage to the market swing. So all of these things all in uh, are seen on the rate cases. One last point real quick, and I know this is like drinking from a fire hydrant, but this is all stuff you're not hearing in the newspaper or on TV. We looked at the profit margins because I said, look, I want to know whether these, these utility companies are gouging us. And the profit margins for SoCal Edison – is 6%, 6.2% last year. Uh, PG&E, 0.67%. SDG&E is 14.5%, but guess what? The national average for utility companies is 17.5%, according to 
the Edison Electric Institute. So our utility companies are actually receiving lower rates of return on their on their profits, but but I, I'm not going to let them off the hook. These utility companies have no incentive to tell you the truth or to go to bat for you, the ratepayer, because here's the thing. If they see government regulations like climate change mandates or taxes added to their rates, even though their margin may be 6% in the, you know, the LA area, 6% for so-called SoCal Edison, um, 6% of a million dollars is $60,000 profit. 6% of 10 million is $600,000. So you see what I'm talking about here? The utility companies have no incentive to actually fight the politicians when they add stuff to the bills because their view is our rate is capped, but the overall share gets higher. Therefore, the dollar value of our profit is more for our investors. So um, while the rate is capped by the politicians, utilities are not going to tell us what's really driving the costs because they're in on the scam. And so both the utilities and the politicians, they need to feel the heat from angry ratepayers because this is not sustainable. I'm hearing, and I know you're hearing from people who literally are crying, saying they don't know what to do. Well, you know, pay the mortgage, pay the rent, or pay the uh, the electric and gas bill. This is a yeah. corrupt marriage between the and, government. And, and, and the pathetic response was, we're going to give you your climate credit early, right? Crumbs? Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, the climate credit, that is your own money coming back to you, but, but, but not even all the money that they've thieved from you. This is like a bank robber robbing your bank account, taking everything, like wiping you out. And as they walk out of the bank with all your money in their back pocket, uh, they see you crying and they say, oh, what happened? Oh, someone stole from you? Well, that's a, that's a shame. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. <laughs> and that's basically what these climate credits are. The $60 climate credit this month and the $43 climate credit next month is these are crumbs compared to the money that they've thieved from you every single month with these higher rates. And these extra items on people's bills, they look like, uh, according to your study, your organization, Transparency Foundation, they're just social service uh, giveaways, right? Uh, something to help out the poor? Yes. Yeah, we actually we actually listed each of the, uh, the, the hidden taxes, and they are for a variety of, of government programs. Again, they, they say, oh... The, 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 these are uh, costs of providing utilities. No, it's not. Um, telling a utility to raise your rate and put it into a special government fund that then is managed by the government and then directed by the government, that's called a tax, okay? When you fund a government program it, with someone else's money, it's a tax. And so one of the programs is for people who don't pay their bills. The politicians can say, oh, well, I'll contact the utility and, and we'll help you wipe that free. And, and by the way, you should thank me for helping you get your bill wiped free. So I don't think it's fair for you or anyone else to be paying for the utility bill of someone down the street that chooses not to pay it or because they, the rates are so high they can't pay it. Here's another program, the Energy Efficiency Program. Uh, this forces all of us to pay higher rates so that some people – get free free windows at their house or get a new appliance. Um, and so we're paying for someone else's, you know, home home appliances or, or retrofits. Again, um, if you want to say that government should be doing that, then put it in the general fund. Don't hide it in, in your utility bill charges. One final point on these hidden taxes, and this is this is where the dishonesty is so clear. 
when you open your bill and you look at uh, you know the bill and you look for the word tax, there's only one small modest tax on the line item. It says state energy tax. It's about a dollar thirty nine per household. Um, it raises seventy million a year. Very much a drop in the bucket, but four point five billion of taxes are woven into the rates that they describe as commodity price distribution, public purpose programs, transmission. Uh, and so this is a scam. There's no doubt about it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. If they were going to be honest, they would lay out that these are all taxes. But instead, they, they deceptively present a modest tax so that you believe that your government isn't really taking a lot out of the bill. All right, Carl, we got to go. We thank you very much, though. Yeah. And uh, we'll get the word out there on this report. Thank you so much. People can go to the transparencyfoundation.org. All right. Carl DeMaio, reformcalifornia.org. Also, you can find the study, $4.5 billion in hidden state taxes on your utility bills and the climate mandates he talked about have added so much more to the cost of electricity and natural gas in California. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, our guest after 2 o'clock is John's old dance partner. Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred's coming on the show. <laughs> You did a dance on, uh, who was that, Alex uh, Michelson show? That's right. I think that's the only uh, televised dance I've ever been involved in. And I'm there you go. All red. You should have immediately been promoted to Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, nobody ever called. Well, uh, there's a lawsuit. She and her co-counsel, John Carpenter of Carpenter and Zuckerman, are piling on to Alec Baldwin. And the whole production of the movie Rust over the death of Helena Hutchins. This lawsuit is on behalf of Hutchins' parents and sister. In Ukraine, by the way, that's where that's her family yeah, roots. Ukraine. I think that's and why they, they were. They counted on her for uh, financial support. Yeah, I guess that's why the lawsuit has come in uh, over a year later. Is they I guess, were preoccupied in Ukraine over the past. Oh, year. Oh, I see. Over the past year, yeah. yeah, we're coming up on one year since the invasion. So we'll talk to Gloria Allred about this new lawsuit. Uh, they've already settled with the husband of Helena Hutchins. This is a brand new one from the parents and the sister, and you'll hear all the arguments as Gloria can obviously present them well after the news at 2 o'clock. Well, it's one of my favorite stories of the day when it comes to the homeless. And we're going to go to San Francisco, BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit System. Okay, so if you've been there and John knows, we all know, they have a problem with homeless people hanging out in the station, sleeping on the trains. Yeah. So, they decided to use outreach workers to see if they could make a dent in the problem at uh, several San Francisco BART stations. They got $350,000, and they brought in the Salvation Army to go down to those stations and conduct outreach. They made contact with 3,217 people in about a 16-month period, and they only got one enrolled for services. <laughs> one. Well, only one decided to come and maybe try to change his or her life. One out of... Into one out of 3,217? And what's worse is apparently the number of homeless people at these stations actually went up 21%. So it had two bad effects. <laughs> what? They only got one person into a sobriety program, and then uh, uh, homelessness increased in the stations. So this was called a disaster. But what's hooked onto this, which gets me, is, well... Bart saying this. The Salvation Army required everyone to remain sober. And we don't think that was the right way. They should have done a harm reduction approach, whatever that means, <laughs> well, rather than an abstinence approach. And well, we think that's why we had less than desired outcomes. Less than desired. 
well, if you're going to have a program in order to uh, change their lives to help people to stop engaging in drug and alcohol abuse, part of the deal is you got to stop taking drugs and alcohol. Because that yeah, this is the program. I guess they think there's some way you can wean people off the drugs and alcohol rather than telling them to stop cold. Is that how I'm reading this? Or how do you do that? I don't know. Remember that theory about wet houses? Oh, just get them off the streets. But don't worry. If they want, they can go in there and use all the drugs and take all the alcohol that they want. we got to just get them inside. Well, they, well, they, but that well, was a disaster, too, because they wrecked all the places. Right. We talked about that yesterday, that there is one major nonprofit in downtown L.A., Skid Row, going going bankrupt. Because all the people they housed in in private single occupancy residences, apartments, a lot of them trashed the place. Sometimes three times over. Three times. Like they got three different apartments, three different rooms, and they trashed all of them. And so now they, they, they don't have the money to constantly repair all the apartments that the homeless are trashing. This is not a solvable problem. These people can't be fixed. But it's such a huge business I don't think most of these organizations care if no. these people are fixed or not. They, that, that's not the point. Fixing them would put you out of business. You want to just keep sucking tax money out of the public and conning uh, rich donors. But th this is this is accomplishing no good when you're when you're one for three thousand two hundred and seventeen. You know what the problem is, too, is some of the chronic homeless, there just is no rock bottom. I mean, that's the theory behind people who have alcohol and drug problems. They hit rock bottom and they finally come in on their own for help. I, you it know doesn't what? work that way, especially with the mental health issues with that the is, homeless. That is the danger of a, of a snappy cliche. Oh, everybody's got to hit rock bottom. Well, what if they hit rock bottom and they stay there? <laughs> because, as we found out recently, right, they lose their survival instinct from yes. some of these drugs. Yes. Yeah. When we, when we read this story... Uh, Sam Canonis. Sam Canonis, and that's how he described it. They lose their instinct for survival. That was from the new fentanyl, oh, right? Yes. That that yes. Or was so, that the amped up meth? I forget, but it was one of the um, two. <laughs> maybe one of both. The two one, one of the both, two or yeah. both. But 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 see that that is that is a smarter way of analyzing. Not like he hit rock bottom. No, <laughs> it's that they they're happy at the bottom. They they hit rock bottom and they lay there. Right. Without a survival and, instinct, you really don't care what happens. You just want more drugs. You don't have the desire to sit up or stand up. <laughs> no, you do not. You're, you're, you're done. You're cooked. You just want another hit of drugs. There, and I realize it's in all these nonprofits' best interests to mislead people with their cute little phrases, like hitting rock bottom and all their rehabilitation jargon. Because, they, again, they want to stay in business. If you understand that they're as, they're as hard-nosed as an oil company executive... All right, the homeless are their product, and they 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 sell that product to donors and to governments in order to get funded. What they're doing is they're selling all these broken lives in order to make money. And there is not, I doubt there's one nonprofit CEO who's making less than $100,000 a year. They're all no. making good money. So... They're going to manipulate you emotionally into thinking that if you give money, either through taxes or donations, you're going to help these these poor schmucks. You're not. They're beyond uh, repair. 
Our guest will be Gloria Allred. When we return, the attorney will talk about this new lawsuit against Alec Baldwin. Uh, it's, of course, the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of that movie back in 2021. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.